Welcome to the GW Business of Sports podcast. We talk about careers, leadership, mentors, first jobs, and a lot more here. And we do the show from the George Washington University in Washington, D.C. I'm Mark Hyman, professor of sports management in the GW School of Business. My producer is Liam Swartz. We're approaching the start of the National Football League season, and on this episode of the podcast, we're all about the business of football. Our guest, Damari Smith, Executive Director of the National Football League Players Association. We spoke with Dee about the future of football in China, and we got a little career advice for those interested in the path from law school to the sports industry. My co-host this week is Alan Zhao, a recent graduate of the GW Sport Management Master's Program. And we began by asking Dee about Colin Kaepernick and political expression among NFL players. Dee, I'm kind of interested in your view on what the impact of the, the Kaepernick saga will be long term. Do you think it will that the players will be feeling more comfortable speaking out about personal and political views as a result, or will it have a chilling effect, do you think? Uh, I don't think it will have you know, either one of those effects, you know, if you're looking at it as, as two sort of polar opposites. I think some players will feel that it, it gives them uh, more comfort to, to speak. I think some players uh, will look at it and, and the impact of public speech and, and be somewhat concerned about whether they should speak publicly. But I tend to stay away from evaluating any major uh, events as having you know, either you know, one impact or another impact. What I choose to, to look at is where is the role of the union in this and and what I think every player has to take away from this and and certainly people in the public is we're a union that really doesn't apologize for taking a zero-sum approach to protect its players rights and at times that is not necessarily a uh, um, wins wins the 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 hearts and minds of of the fans but that's not why we're here we are still the only league that doesn't have a rule requiring you to stand during the national anthem the nhl has a rule the nba has a rule mlb has a rule we took a very hard position on that issue obviously invoking the ire of of some politicians but i'm proud of that stance because regardless of how some player is going to interpret Kaepernick, I think it's important that the player, I mean, anybody who's working in our business, understand that we have fought very hard to preserve what we think is the right balance between the rights of the employer and the freedom of speech. Being a Chinese native, I just got asked for all the Chinese and, I guess, other international fans, uh, what is the NFL and the NFLPA doing to expand the league? Uh, and do you see a day where maybe a preseason game or even a regular season game could be played overseas in China and not just London? Yeah, I, I think that if you look at the business philosophy of the NBA or the business philosophy of MLB over the last two decades, they've made a concerted effort 
to grow the sport in other countries. And, and that, again, you know, from a, from a macroeconomic perspective, includes the idea of not only just playing games there, right? It, it's, it's everything from building the culture of an appreciation of the American version of the sport. Baseball might, well, is probably the, the best analogy. You took a sport that, that primarily was a baseball sport, you grew it in another country, and, and made purposeful modifications, right, to, to the game in order to make the, the version of the game match or fit better with, with what the fans wanted in, in that place. But then you layered in young kids playing the game in, in elementary and, and high school. So I, again, am more interested in not so much whether we're playing a regular season game in China or playing a preseason game in China, as much as what's the deliberate market strategy to build an affiliation uh, with the game in other jurisdictions. And, and I, I think that in most cases uh, that, that I've seen, while the, the primary motivation for doing that may have been to, to ultimately make money from it, um, I think when you look at, at basketball and, and baseball over the last 30 years and what they've done in other countries, um, there seems to me to be a, a feel that there was more of an interest and exporting the idea of the game, the, the beauty of the game, the, the I want fans to be a part of something um, interesting that, that we have. And, and believe me, I'm not saying that, that people were, uh, did not have a um, revenue generating motive at, at the end of the day, but the way in which baseball grew in other countries was far more organic um, and, and therefore, I think, has far more sustainability than just deciding that you're going to put a preseason game over there or do, a, um, or do a regular season game over there. I mean, I'm old enough to remember when the Fab Five uh, made a trip Overseas and and even, you know, uh, I forget how old I was at that point. But even then, thinking. So let me see if I get this straight. There is a college program touring another country and playing basketball. Now we can get to the issue of them not being paid and having all sorts of of benefits go to the university at the expense of of um, the athlete and the student, but. Um, you know, that, that moment was something that I think back on um, as being a pretty good example of a decision to try to grow um, affiliation rather than simply doing it as a way to um, instantly monetize what the experience is going to be. So in the, the short time that we have left, for time, let's... <laughs> Sorry, I let's, can, we're, I'm a lawyer, no. I'm a boring guy who does the business. No, keep Long answers. Happy that uh, your answers are great. Um, let, let's talk a little bit about, get a little career advice from you. Yeah. And, and, and I kind of set it up this way. I have students come to me and say, uh, 
thinking about law school, mm -hmm. want a career in sports. Mm -hmm. is, is this uh, a reasonable path for me to take? Uh, and I'm sure that you have young people approaching you and asking um, that question or a variation yep. of it. What's your advice? Do you think a law school degree is a good investment for someone who wants ultimately to be working in sports? Uh, I look at it backwards um, from that. I look at whether or not uh, a student believes that law school is something that they would enjoy and think it's beneficial for them. And, and I, the reason that I look at it that way is, you know, I went to college as a, you know, a, a religion um, and, and theology major that switched over to political science and philosophy who wanted to be a prosecutor um, who has ended up running a labor union. I, you know, I, I, I'm not sure you could look at, you know, where I'm currently employed and then map out a sort of forensically um, clean logical steps to this. I enjoyed law school because it was philosophically interesting to me. I enjoyed the idea of being a lawyer. Um, so, I, you know, instead of looking at, you know, I want a career in sports, I, 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 what I really caution students about is, okay, what in sports? Because, and, and this is going to sound controversial, um, but I don't mean it to be so, we don't hire sports lawyers. Um, we don't hire sports marketers. We don't hire sports business people. We hire really good lawyers who happen to want to work in sports. We hire really good people in marketing and licensing and business who want to work in the field of sports. Um, but that idea that you want to be involved in sports, I, I always force our interns uh, to quote unquote unpack that because uh, if you say that I want to work in sports, I'm not sure I, I understand what that means. I mean, all of us or many of us are sports fans, um, but you know the business of sports. You know what what my day is looking at uh, market forecasts for stadium attendance or uh, what's the return on our investment. Um, in stadiums that won't go online for another three to five years. Um, you know, analyzing the health and safety data in order to try to make determinations about our work rules. Well, you know, I mean, we could go on and on and on about those things. I, I think I can make a pretty good argument that almost none of that has to do with sports. So I, I think that for people who are thinking about sports, you know, here's what I will say about law school. There are few endeavors um, uh, of, of instruction that force students to engage in systemic, uh, disciplined thought uh, towards a practical, pragmatic, and employable um, uh, decision. And I, I do, we do have a number of lawyers who work for us and with us at the NFL Players Association. But if I had to give you a rough estimate, only 50% of them are practicing law. Um, I, I, I like the fact that um, lawyers um, are trained to think in a deliberate manner. Um, I'm a big fan at work 
about making sure that our, our folks at work um, have thought around corners. Um, that is a, um, you know, for me and, and as a senior executive, that's what I treasure um, the most in, 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 um, in especially senior leadership. Um, everybody can think about an issue and make a decision. Um, we stress not making mistakes and thinking around corners. And so I, I, I do think that the one thing law school does teach you is, um, you know, from the first time you hear the parade of horribles, is how do you think in a systemic way of how this thing, you know, may turn out, but also what the person on the other side is probably thinking as well. And, and so, I, look, I loved law school. It was probably some of the best uh, um, moments of my life. I'm coming up on my 30-year anniversary in, in, in May, which is hard to believe um, because I don't think I know 30 years of law. But uh, I would encourage anybody who's thinking about um, their career um, and think about law school seriously as um, something that could substantially enhance uh, their career, regardless of whether they practice law or not. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Great it's, advice. It's great advice and much. great to have you at GW. Thank you. I'm proud to be here.